0: Back on the digital social hour, I'm joined with my co-host Ari Gold and our guest today, Patrick Adair. What's up, guys? How's it going? I'm doing really good. What brings you into town today?
1: I'm filming a, or I'm part of the film production of a car TV show, *Banging okay. Gears*. It's going to be somewhere on the internet, okay, at some point wow. in time.
2: So, so wait, what do you do? How'd you get into this?
1: Well, um, my background is I do jewelry. I'm a ring maker. I got into it in high school. That's how I know Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, Get Just
0: the fuck out of here. Bro, I cold yeah. emailed him after I got a Facebook of ad course. for their ring company. They of make the course. sickest rings I've ever seen. Okay. He made me a custom ring with meteorite in it. And
2: nobody wanted to show me any pictures of these.
0: I was supposed to bring it, but I forgot. Dick.
2: Oof. I'll is... throw up a photo on the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I definitely want to see a point of reference. Yeah.
0: yeah, But show them these. I mean.
2: Yeah, so this is a I'm doing oh, these the are car it. shoot. So yeah. I've got some car
1: related stuff on. So this is made from a Bugatti wheel. Check it out. Bugatti wheel.
2: Yeah. Okay, so this is like fourteen thousand dollars, right? Uh what, twenty
1: five hundred, I think we tried wow. for that. That's a lot. So we bought uh Bugatti wheels, they cost uh twenty five grand a piece, each yep. wheel. What? Why yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a whole
2: like they're made of, um, of
1: very strong materials, It's right? a forged wow. alloy and they are <laughs> insanely wide and I mean they're very overpriced too. Okay. But yeah, a hundred thousand dollars to how much Sager is a Bugatti part. on average? Um they sold the new I think for about a million and a half. Jeez. Veyron? That's got to be insane. One of the t- most expensive. They brands. lost money on every one they sold, I what? believe. Why? Just the R&D cost of building it was so absurdly high. So
0: they won't profit for years? No,
1: but they've moved on to it was Volkswagen group who did the whole like
2: Bugatti thing and that kind of like i think it's more for like land speed records and things like that yeah okay. it makes you look
1: cool yeah. helps you develop some tech and good branding all that yeah cool so Not what me. made
0: you get into cars
1: so heavily well i mean i like cars a lot i've always really liked them they're just kind of like to me i'm into engineering i'm into like cool stuff stuff that's made out of cool materials, stuff that goes and does a function or mm. is really fast so i've always liked cars i've always liked just like things making things making stuff with my hands so kind of the same reasons i like jewelry same reasons i got into that same thing i like about cars and Mm. it's all craftsmanship
2: yeah you know fine craftsmanship can be noticed anywhere yeah it doesn't matter where it's at yeah what what the you know when it comes to cars i feel like it's interesting because you get to see a progression in style over a period of time you know my my favorite era is of 50s 60s for me i think is the the golden era of cars yeah and i i, I don't know beautiful think, beautiful cars you know there's, there's just certain things and, and especially with jewelry as well you can see similarities when jewelry progresses over time you know i'll start to see new uh i don't think it, it might be called steampunk creation or something where it's like <laughs> like gears and yeah, wires yeah. and all different types i'm like dude the way that jewelry has progressed like people have, like will wind actual gems inside little wires i'm like. These look like it would take
1: years to make. Eons, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm Eons. into. The little details, the little yeah. fine stuff. And it's easy to do that on a ring. It's hard to do that on a supercar. Um, so that's why I got into rings. It was like this, like, I want to make really, really cool stuff. I can't go just, like, make a supercar.
2: You know, you, there's... I mean, you could. It depends on how, you, how rich you are. How much on... money you want to blow. <laughs> I'm Christian
1: von It could be done. Set. Yeah, it could be day. done. One yeah.
2: day. Hey, dude, look at Elon. Fuck. Yeah, He's exactly. got a supercar? Yeah. Do, do I? Do you? Obviously. Oh no! I no no. Oh. See, look, I uh, the closest I got to a supercar was an M6, and uh, I don't think I kept the car under a hundred miles an hour it's at like, any point it's in time. Fast, but fast and, and the cars. problem and and listen, the problem was especially in Vegas that every fucking street is just mm-hmm. straight shot.
1: That's what I have noticed firsthand.
2: Yeah. The, mm. So, yeah. The, but I'm sure. See, and we'll get into your car in a minute. Mm. What you've experienced the same thing I experienced. I, mine was lowered. And you don't fucking notice at 100 miles an hour when the road goes like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, bump. you know, when you do that at 15, you're like, oh, it's a bump. At 100 miles, your shit lifts the fuck off. And either you lose your front end or you scrape your front end or uh, you just shit your pants. And be, you, Oh, my God. Holy shit. You know. <laughs> Slam on the brakes, you get out, you do a full lap around the car, you're like, all right, tires, right, were okay. good, front end, back end. Oh, okay, fuck, my tailpipe is hanging out. All right, cool. Let's take this shit home. <laughs> wrap it up. All right, everybody, lower, good lower job bike, today. <laughs> Damn. So when I got to I gotta say, when you pulled in, you pulled in in a, in a Taco Bell wrap center. It's a 720S. 720S. It's a Walmart okay. brand.
1: 720 it's got a body kit on it ah so it like, had the senate kit like so
2: look this is this is why i wanted to save the questions because i saw yes. the 720 yeah, badges a, but i was uh, that car is wild it's got a lot going on tell on me it. about this thing how, how is it yours yes okay yeah, so and I've... you wrapped it in a taco bell wrap yes <laughs> are they paying you no why because i haven't talked to them i just thought it'd be funny why you like to live moss yes how often do we taco bell not even that awesome. power hour of questions i know i've been saving this, no, this for is good you i'm to, sorry guys fine, okay let me give a backdrop for this when he pulled up we were smoking outside um i i told everyone no questions they all looked at me crazy and they got mad and i said i want to save this shit for the podcast because this is fucking gold the car is stunning it's sitting on fucking four giottos 18s i'm assuming They're, uh Rohana three-piece wheels Wow! So yeah. it looked like four Gs. Yeah, yeah. My God, the guys! So it's not a Senna. It's not four Gs, but the car still looks phenomenal. All right, it's got a Taco Bell wrap, purple with lime green accents, live moss on the fucking tail. Okay. Yeah. How? How, how did this? How did this happen?
1: Well, so I uh, my background is in jewelry. What I used to originally kind of grow my business and uh market it it's youtube so Mm. i pro or i'd I'd film myself making the rings post the videos to my channel grew myself organically that way Mm -hmm. um naturally i grew the company earned a little bit of money i wanted to buy cars i've always really really been into them and i always really like youtube so i was Mm -hmm. like let me just start a little car youtube channel just kind of as a side hobby sort of a thing Mm -hmm. and uh that's what got me all
2: into it i bought a couple cars at that time did you have did you have cars or you were just no, like, fuck it, I, I need mean, to just go out and go buy some shit? I was
1: kind of, you know, I grew up <clears throat> without enough to afford any kind of sort of car. And I started this business and it kind of took off over the course of like two or three years. And I was just busy, you know, like nose mm-hmm. to the grindstone. So I didn't have time to buy anything along the way. I had a Ford Focus. I eventually bought a Ford Raptor. That was yeah. like my first nice car that I ever bought. And yeah. right. it was like a business write-off at the end of the year one year. Yeah. And then I finally just after a couple more years was just like, "All right, let's go straight to a supercar."
0: Oh man. I mean, dude, you're being you're being super humble, let's be honest. Your YouTube has 800,000 subscribers. Your jewelry business is doing millions a year. I mean, how are you able to scale that just making rings in your well, garage? Well,
1: I mean, it's uh let me just kind of walk you through the story. You know it probably better than hardly anyone. I was one there early. Else, but yeah, yeah, you're one of the OGs. Yes, sir. Um, but I uh I started it while I was in high school. It was just kind of more of a hobby. I'd build and make the rings and sell them online for whatever people were willing to pay. But I started doing the videos. I've always loved YouTube. I've known it's such like a cool, valuable resource. And like I grew up on it. I didn't have television Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Like I watched YouTube. So I wanted to do it. I got into it. I'd post videos showing the whole process of how I make them. And just kind of started growing a following to the point where I was getting a lot of ring orders. Hmm. I would make the rings and then I'd offer that design on my website. You could go check it out and buy it. So uh, that was my original business model. I was still in, I was on to college at this point. But I, over a summer, got like really into it, got really, um, just kind of scaled it to the point where I was getting really busy with it. So I was like, I'm going to take a semester off, see how this goes that's and, how it starts you know and then it ends the rest is history yeah. you don't show up and it's over. <clears throat> yeah. yeah yeah so i that was just me until uh i had moved out from my parents house in their basement it was where my right. first shop was so i got myself a uh tiny little mother-in-law apartment above a garage and then i got the half of the garage underneath it and that's where i i've been to that garage right
0: um or was that the other one you went to our—it was our
1: first like actual shop, okay? Shop, but it was like the small, tiny one.
0: That we yeah, bought. that was crazy to see with my own eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it, from there, it—it uh, it, it was just me. I brought in some other people. Of, How do you find craftsmen like this? Um, I'm so curious. I mean, a lot of the jewelry <clears throat> we make is really non-traditional. I don't have any jewelry making experience or education. It's all just self-taught. So my techniques are um just a little bit different a little more brutish and they're not like the fine ornate like uh, you're
2: not setting diamonds in yeah you? yeah we're not i got gotcha.
1: things like that so um <clears throat> i mean i make videos that are essentially tutorials on how to make the ring so we hire someone on who's got just kind of a passion for making right. stuff it's kind of sweet. how we start and, and starting with the basic stuff and they
0: yeah i saw you did a ring for pewdiepie when he hit a 100 million yeah
1: well i didn't i i it, he didn't commission it or anything but oh, okay. that was a I should say I I brought my friend Lewis, you know, yeah. Lewis, well, on as a business partner, and we started scaling it, hiring employees, doing all of that, and the YouTube channel was just my focus for a long time. So mm-hmm. the PewDiePie thing, um, he was hitting 100 million subscribers, and if you guys like remember, like, there's a sensation mm-hmm. throughout the whole internet when PewDiePie was about to hit it, like yeah. everyone and their dad was just posting about like, Let's get him to 100 million. Mm-hmm. So, um. I was like, we could do a ring and get a lot of buzz about it. And I know that uh, PewDiePie had a YouTube segment that he would post like weekly at this point where he'd just go on his Reddit mm. and just kind of look at what was popular there. So it's like, I could make this ring, post it to YouTube, and then post it to Reddit. People will love it on Reddit. It'll right. get upvoted there. And then PewDiePie will see it. And it, if we're lucky, maybe it'll make it into one of his videos and that's exactly what happened
0: that's awesome did you get to send it to him too
1: no we (laughs) never
0: like reached out to him
1: it'd just be so hard yeah i don't even know where that man lives yeah he and i think he stays quite private very he's not like super into the like yeah
0: yeah that makes sense what uh
1: what have been your favorite rings to make i'm really into just going crazy with like weird different materials your ring was I, i made you a ring in a video and that was the first time i had made something exactly like that where it was just like really just like no budget on the materials um just trying to make something like classy and a little more uh what just like something you could wear every day yeah i'm dying to see what this thing looks dude, like every old. time i wear it i get
0: compliments it's, um, i it's, gotta know it's, it's what so i ended funny.
1: up patterning my wedding ring off of so it's wow it's so one you of my made your own rings. wedding ring yeah i yep, saved well, you twenty thousand Made it with me. Oh, that's so, sick. Yeah, that's the one ring that what a I have What a unique thing to share. Yeah, I made her come into the shop and put her to work and say, make me my ring. What's mm-hmm. on the ring? Um, meteorite. So that's, Same as that's mine. The, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep, meteorite in the middle and then rose gold accents, carbon fiber on the edges. Sick. Oh, yeah. Rose gold. We'll on make side. you one, Ari. Yeah, we'll have to get you something sick.
0: I'd love one. Maybe a yeah. weed one or something. Yeah, 420. Get some weed in there. Is that weed even possible? Throw some, yeah, no,
2: just throw some emeralds in it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like emeralds.
2: I like emeralds. Go green. I love, yeah. I, I'm wearing blue, but I, I fuck with the green, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's what my channel is, you know, just trying something crazy with jewelry, you know, taking emeralds,
2: sick. cast them in resin, make it into a ring. I got to go on your channel. I, I feel kind of bad now that well, I haven't no, seen any of your videos. Good, I sense. really don't spend that much time on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. <laughs> you big into yeah. YouTube? Yeah, yeah. I do. I wish Are I you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, still
1: to this day, it's just like my only...
0: Yeah, I watch YouTube more than TV, Netflix, everything else, uh-huh. pretty much. Because yeah. you learn a lot off YouTube, honestly. Yeah,
1: YouTube's, like, really dense.
0: I just
2: like used to get – I, I just remember when I was heavy on YouTube, I'd go on, like, rabbit holes for, like, eight hours. I'm like
0: – Oh, you were going – What's yeah. happening? Like, where am I? And you were, you were watching, watching, like,
2: conspiracy theories Oh, stuff. dude, I would come – oh, <laughs> I would go into the, like, is is the Megalodon still alive? Oh, you yeah. You know, like, oh, oh, oh yeah. man. And, yeah. like, and then so it would just, just be, like – some would be, like, good videos and some would just be, like, like – Fucking copy and paste, like the shittiest edits are. Like, oh my god, yeah. people are fucked. But yeah, that's my, you know, that's your YouTube experience. That's my. I, listen, I love YouTube. I love yeah, anytime yeah. I need DIY shit around the house. Yeah, how do I do this? How do I YouTube? YouTube, yeah. YouTube will save. I feel like YouTube could save fucking millions.
1: That's how I've learned like everything sure. I know. You know, like
0: good stuff. Yeah, it's more valuable than college, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, but now I feel like TikTok is like the DIY spot. If you need shit yeah. done, like everybody's going to TikTok. I'm. I still haven't. They're It's search search right not
1: good though. That's what YouTube's got down. If you want to know how to like do this on your water heater, like yeah. you can't just search for that on TikTok. I agree. You'll, you'll you have to hashtag upon it. it. Oh really? Yeah, like. I, yeah. s- I don't
2: know how it works. I, again, I've not fucking played yeah. on TikTok. I will say
0: for finding new restaurants, I like TikTok and Instagram oh, okay. better than Google. And do you follow like an account? Yeah, there's specific big accounts. It's in like each city. a Las Vegas restaurant. Yeah, TikTok there's a guy page. named Las Vegas Phil. There's Vegas Starfish. There's, okay. there's a couple. Oh, yeah. What's God, that guy? Keith Lee. Are. Keith Lee's oh, another big one. So
2: yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. I'm just I mean, mad because social media do it. has its little
0: Snack Daddy's another one
2: snack Dad, i was yeah. i'm retired now retired from the tiktok I'm, game I, no i wasn't on the tiktok game i did oh i i, I did <clears throat> we did a cooking show for a little bit during covid because nothing to fucking do i mm-hmm. was we bored and um i had this kind of parody that everybody knows me for called snack daddy so you know we we're like all right let's let's have some fun with it we, mm-hmm. we just would go out and buy like wagyu and stuff and have it ordered in and okay just cook crazy shit and just make fun Do You have like, it. like uh cooking experience? No. So is, <laughs> have, that, is that like kind of I have fun? zero I have zero culinary experience, however, I've been cooking my whole life. Yeah. So it's not it's not like I, I went to like so the you're, Cordon you're not, Bleu, but um yeah, okay. But I'm I'm i have been told by friends and people that I am like uh, an exceptional chef. Yeah. I, I, I love food. Okay. I, I have a passion for so food. So it's like I've, a like a very like you're it's oh, it's not. By all means, is the show not serious? Okay, I'm I was, like I smoking say, I weed like, I and like no, 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 no. Welcome no. back to. I so I have a professional chef. Shout out Chef Green. Um, he owns a couple restaurants and and created some of the the best restaurants out here in in, in Vegas. Um, and he's my 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 partner. It, we're literally. That, but it's more like back and forth banter because yeah. he's traditional. Yeah, yeah. You have to, and I'm like, yeah. so yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm not doing, wrong or, yeah. yeah. I fuck with, and, and everybody loves it. because yeah. It's just like, him and I are such good friends and we just play off each other so much, but in the videos, it just looks like we just hate each other. Like, we, we just can't, <laughs> st- like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you're sprinkling too much shit. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know like cooking's hard man uh, cooking is. listen cooking involves um patience patience and and i'll tell you that the number one thing that i learned uh from my grandmother god rest her soul uh the first thing i learned to cook was eggs and what she told me was when you take time with eggs the eggs will taste better. And I never understood that because growing up, I used to always be in a rush and just, you know, cook some fucking eggs and whip. And now I'll sit, I'll cook on low. I'll let the eggs slowly cook. I'll put milk, I'll fluff them, season, put the cheese on at the end, let a nice glaze go over, flip, nice glaze on the other side. They come out like a golden brown little fucking delicious pan. oh God that sounds good man you gotta uh, I'm, I'm telling yeah, you guys hungry over listen, here. I'll, I'll, there there there's just certain things that you pick up along the way when you're cooking and and to this day my favorite thing to cook are eggs mm. It's just because it's just, I can cook it so many different ways scrambled uh sunny side up you can do omelets you can do uh, you can do anything like eggs you can literally cook into fucking anything so it's mm, awesome that and ramen because I lived off ramen being broke, so shout out to ramen. I'd love to get a sponsorship from those guys. Cup noodles, yeah, Maruchan. Those were the
0: mean, days, man. Yeah, those I mean, days.
2: dude, we all we all grew up on fucking ramen. So, mm-hmm. but we'll segue back to I want to go back into the uh, the ring business and and what you're doing now. So, what you, I want to know what you've seen in the past five years as far as growth and expansion, and you know, obviously having to, you know, learn with. The trends and, yeah. and 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 you know focus on how that's gonna make more money in the future. What are you doing to kind of stay ahead of the curve right now? Yeah, so we um, we kind of
1: don't have any competitors currently. You know, okay, we make these weird different rings, stuff that will glow in the dark, cool. meteorite rings. Uh, there's a there's plenty of uh, like smaller. Like DIY shop creators that'll that you could commission one of these things from, but none of like the big players like Shane Co, like they just want to sell made in China, very very mass produced mm. stuff that they can get for you know sub ten dollar price point and sell for you know three to five hundred dollars. That's kind of like Jesus, this massive.
2: The male ring industry is just terrible. So, I'd be so mad if I knew I was spending five hundred dollars on a ten dollar. ring. yeah,
1: they'll charge you five hundred
2: bucks for I'd kill somebody plain
1: titanium band. It's not as bad these days, but um, it 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 was bad, and I've uh I've made an effect on the jewelry industry. Like you can you know you can see like meteorite is really prevalent these days. Um, a lot of like Damascus steels, uh, titanium Damascus alloys, like those are starting to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas when um, I first got into them, they were very kind of niche things. I wasn't the first to do really hardly anything that I do, um, but I've kind of made it. A little more popular on mm-hmm. the mainstream as far as mainstream jewelry goes yeah but um yeah um we got so like we've kind of had our own little uh lane to stick in you know not right. a whole lot of competition um and it's been i guess nice but we know it's not something that's going to last forever and very quickly all of these brands are catching on all these chinese mm. manufacturers are starting to say like hey why are they selling these? What are they doing that we can't? And the thing is, is we're not taking like $3, $4, $5, $6 rings. We're making stuff by hand that actually takes like real effort that you can't just do on a CNC machine mm-hmm. as fast as you want. Um, and that's why we're able to be unique. And that's why we're able to charge a premium. There's right. no alternative to making something like that. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. You know, if it's a meteorite ring, it's a solid chunk of meteorite. And you can't just throw that in a CNC later. Yeah what's your average high. order value actually um i think about 350 dollars okay give that's take. that's pretty high so yeah. it, it, it's a lot higher than i guess typically people i meet in the e-commerce world 100 percent. yeah so. i remember jerseys when i was selling them where my aov was like 50 60 bucks okay yeah yeah so that's kind of like our unique catch is like where this uh yeah. big higher average order stuff but it has been tough because we are a little bit niche and uh, not everyone has $400 to spend right. on a ring. So that's what's tricky. And that's like a lot of what our key to success was is our organic reach. You know, you yeah. can't just start doing Facebook ads like, hey, buy this $500 ring. You're not going to find a market. You're going to burn through so much cash before you figure it out what you need to be marketing towards. Mm. So yeah. that is that was kind of like our big blessing in the beginning is not only would we get free advertising from YouTube, we get paid from youtube you get the views we get paycheck and we get customers it was fantastic um but youtube's very like fickle Mm -hmm. ups and downs and they change the algorithm all the time and it's a grind too and it's not something you want to have to just stay on 24 7 365 so we've always tried to branch out and uh just kind of uh have as many options and many channels as possible so we've gotten heavy into facebook ads and that's lewis my business partner Um, that has been his forte the big you know like traditional marketing side Mm -hmm. of things and when we first got into it we had no idea what any of it was i neither of us had any sort of experience he was in college on his way to become a doctor Mm -hmm. Uh, he's a brilliant brilliant person Mm -hmm. and uh, uh was dropped out he said, you know what, he pulled the Patrick's and I'll take a couple <laughs> semesters off too. Um, I brought him in on the business and uh, we started doing marketing because we knew that was something that a good business would do. But it was tough. You know, we we just started from square one and we just learned like uh, day by day, dollar by mm-hmm. dollar. And slowly we're able to get that to uh, become an actual profit producing like avenue. And then we've just tried to scale it as yeah. aggressively as we I used to get your Facebook ad every day for like a year straight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys were I mean, crushing it
0: on Facebook. We
1: go, we get really, uh, I mean, I, I don't handle all of that side of the business, but I, you know, we go very aggressive on it. That's, yeah, that's, our that's, big that's thing. incredible.
0: So do you do the Facebook ads in-house or did you outsource Um, them?
1: Honestly, right now, I can't tell you what we're doing. Originally, we started working with a agency mm-hmm. um, and we, you know, they, I don't know, agent, all agencies are. Relatively the same. They'd work with us. They'd say, hey, could you give us, uh, you know, make this product? We want this sort of media. Mm-hmm. So we we liked that and we learned a lot from them and we yeah. just learned and grown. Um, but then I think we started working with an ex-employee of the company who was a manager of our account for a long time. He started his own thing and it was a lot mm-hmm. uh, more cost effective to right. work with him. Yeah, some of those agencies charge an arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah. so it was a fat tax and we knew yeah. that the whole long way you know but uh yeah eventually cool. we were able to, always it nice you. to keep it in the family yeah yes, sir
0: how do you uh how do you like living in utah because when i went to visit you guys five years ago mm-hmm. i didn't even know what a mormon person was yeah so when i went there <laughs> it was a huge culture shock to me yeah I was like yeah it's crap. a different
1: place um it's just kind of its own you know little bubble up there and i mean i grew up there i know nothing else mm. and so to me it's just kind of normal but yeah it's uh it's an interesting place a ton of entrepreneurship. Really. You know, it's uh if you look up stats on it, I don't know how you would, but like BYU puts out so many of these different like entrepreneurial type people and YouTubers. Interesting. So many YouTubers are from. Which YouTubers Utah. are from there? Um man, uh Grant Thompson, King of Random, he was okay. hu- he was huge I back that. in the day. Yeah. Um uh Jerry Rigg, everything. I don't know, I'm trying to draw Post the Malone, here. right? Post Malone, he lives there now, yeah. He's yep. from Austin, but he lives
2: out there, yeah. Why yeah. does he live out there? It's fucking perfect. He has <laughs> a chill. Dude, he has a mountain. Yeah. There. He literally has a mountain to himself.
1: You know where he lives? I do. That's the McLaren?
2: Do you know he who, has a McLaren? who owned that? The oh, McLaren? that was his? I bought it from him. Yeah. Oh, so. Oh, was yeah. this during, hold on, so I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, a little while ago, and I'm, I'm sure this is fairly recent, because a little while ago they were telling me that Post just wanted to sell his cars. Mm. And so I had a conversation with his dad, Rich, and he's like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm in charge. I'm getting rid of everything. And huh. Huh. they were just, he just didn't want to own, he had like 150 cars he wanted to get rid of. Yeah,
1: I see. Wow. Yeah. I mean i can kind of relate to that too like i've got a bunch of cars now and like that's kind of like a typical thing you know you it's get a bunch floating. of cars and you're just like what do i need all these for like, all right. yeah how just many do you have last time, not nearly as many right. as him but 150 um, successful. what like seven i think at this point that's a good amount yeah i feel like i only need
0: two max
2: yeah no yeah. what do you mean two max why would i need more than this that? is a okay this is a you great need, discussion to get supercar. into you need you a need supercar you need a daily driver a daily sporty you a daily well okay if you want to get into you want to get into the luxury of how many cars you can really have and enjoy you get the daily the daily sporty then you have a daily utility then you have an actual utility that you know and then you have to upgrade to a truck and off-road and then obviously a uh we're missing uh a convertible so that's yep. so
1: that's what six that's seven seven yeah, yeah everybody knows Minimum, Everyone knows cars. that. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. That's not
2: bare minimum. I'm just saying, in the perfect world, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, but yeah. for me, I think the ideal scenario. So my the setup I have now is great. I have my pickup truck. It has 278 thousand miles on it. Yep. Yep. That's a 2,000. Fuck you, 2,001 Chevy Silverado <laughs> 2500, and it runs perfect. I don't know about that. I do because I've been driving it for 278 thousand miles. So I'll tell you, it runs perfect. <laughs> second in the lineup is my close to daily driver, which is my Jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys saw it outside. Yep. I love it. I can go anywhere, go over anything. Go the curbs perfect. park where you need to go. Perfect. Road, it it is perfect. Um, and then when I have to go to like meetings and stuff, I have my S class right. and I love it. I think Not the S class is like the perfect See, the business. That's like if you little have business. A one car car collection. That's the, yeah, it's just a little, that's the one. You know, yeah. what's funny is that when I started making money, uh I obviously I I, I grabbed the Jeep because that was like my dream car, uh-huh. but right after it, I think like maybe three months, I was like, Fuck, gotta get s class. <laughs> that was that was right up on the list. They're nice. I, I had a buddy that was selling it uh in uh California. Uh-huh. And this was right like in the midst of COVID, right before all the prices went through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. He was like, bro, give me like, you know, thirty five. It's like, oh man, thirty five thousand? Okay, cool. I'll meet you uh, I'll meet you down in Santa Monica tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Pulled up with a, a little garbage bag of cash. And gave it to him in the trunk. He's like, all right, here's the, here's the deed. And I, I'm, I'm, I looked at the pink slip. I'll never forget. I just looked down. I'm like, dude, I just bought a fucking S-Class. It was the coolest thing ever. And, and, and I remember looking around like, felt like I was doing something illegal almost, you know? And he's like, all right, here. I'm selling this car to you. Dude, sign here. Mm-hmm. That was it. What are they worth now? Uh,
0: 45. Yeah. That. that car market spike last year, two years ago was crazy.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Incredible. Yeah. Really? Like it's never happened before. Yeah. Anybody
2: that's owned or owned or owning a Porsche is the biggest winner of all. Yeah. All Porsche yeah. owners are, oh my God, dude. My, my, <laughs> my buddy has a, a 2008 turbo, uh-huh. uh, S that he wanted to get rid of. And I remember him saying, uh, Oh dude I, I think I might take a deal on it at sixty five and I just remember thinking Hol, hold on to it right? and I said look bro I, I i'll I'll be real with you. I think that's probably a little low, yeah you know, yeah, I might have a you know I think I had seventy five thousand miles on it, mm-hmm. but probably it's a turbo s that's now the car is no less than one twenty what one twenty why did they go up so much one twenty minimum why Marcia's... that
0: brand specifically
2: though
1: they, uh, they're
2: they, just appreciating really
1: well. They have a very, uh, what? Well, they only make a f- few different car models. Okay. They are very incremental with their changes of them. So they're all just like very classy. And each different model year is very like Unique special to in a own. certain Right. One, yeah, it Has its
2: own uniqueness to it. Yeah. So
1: they're like the Richard Milley of the
0: car world.
2: No, no, I would not say that. Uh, if what you're going to put it into the brand, I'd the the call them the Rolex. Yeah. I'd call them the Rolex. Rolex of the makes car a million brand. watches a year, though. Um, then I'd say Audemars Peugeot. Okay. Well, Porsche makes a lot of cars. Uh, well, just, yeah, cause they're Volvo now, right? Mm, or no, Porsche Volkswagen. still owns Volkswagen, Volkswagen. <laughs> Volkswagen excuse me. Yeah. Um, I, I, no, I think production numbers are down, not up. Yeah. I mean, and the only reason general, they would, like, well, listen, to, the only, only reason they would be up is because you're adding in things like the SUVs and the Macan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'm telling you that uh, as far as sports models and like, you know, Targa, Turbo S, things like that. I think those are scarce and more on on order sense. Yes, but I think they're more than like Ferrari. I don't even know though, so. That's a whole... They are are like a
1: supercar that you could seriously daily drive and not have issues. The McLaren is just to yeah. like it breaks down. Every as McLaren a, owner
2: every McLaren owner I know complains yeah. about how it yep. how it yeah. spends more time in the in the shop than it does the garage. Yeah.
0: I have heard that and I'm not even into cars mm-hmm. but I've heard about yeah. that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, especially. So hold on, let's rank this real quick cuz yeah. as far as daily driver uh supercars mm-hmm. I unfortunately well no I'm not going to say unfortunately. I'm going to I'm going to do it like this. I, I want to hear your 3. I'm going to go Porsche at 1 cuz I've had experience on that, and it's yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, I think I'd take Corvette too. Yeah. And as far as you know, and this is also debate. Most people will have the Corvette's not a supercar, and nah, nah, nah. if it's got two doors and it's got over five hundred horsepower, it's a supercar. Especially C eight. Yeah. There's no. There's oh no yeah. There's nine. no debate. Yeah, the yeah. C eights are wow. Uh, three I'd have to throw in. Oh man, it's tough. You got to do AMG. You got to throw any AMG. Yeah. I don't care what it is, but any any S sixty three is yeah, really yeah, my yeah. ideal. Crazy. So
1: what's your top three? Let's see. Let's see. For dailies, dailies. daily, daily. You got to go something Porsche, right? Any nine eleven, fantastic daily, great. And then number two, definitely a Huracan or an R
2: eight. Wow! Wait! Wow! No, those what are uh, wait those wait are wait back up. how did you throw proof. the? How'd you sneak in the R eight there? they're the same so
1: Volkswagen <laughs> makes the RA and the Huracan they have the same engine they're pretty much the same car the r it's slightly cheaper and a little more practical a little roomier more bubbly shaped so there's like more cabin space mm-hmm. and then the Lambo's
2: more extreme and aggressive but as far as that goes they're wow that would a curveball night throw me three yeah they're, I'll they're I'll fantastic you, cars I'll, that's a tie for two what's three
1: number three Whoo! this is where it's tricky that's why i see this, i stumbled this is very tricky i don't even give it a good ending note. man i mean you, you, you don't want a daily McLaren. ferraris are good they're decent uh, on stuff uh, a daily Ferrari. man, man i, I could feel like never. i feel like i can just say those three that's I it never. Okay.
2: The, all right stick with those like,
1: like sean what you got
0: bro i don't even know any of these cars you guys you're are talking like a, about. what the
1: f- I'm, all right, I'm
0: all right, sitting all right. here with my Tesla. We're, very happy.
2: We're ending it on this note. Tesla. Tell, them where, tell them where we can find you. Tesla's number three. My okay. A plaid. Plaid. Yep. That's plaid. I should, I should have thought there we go. Yep. I'm on Instagram. Adair Auto. Perfect. All Sean, right. tell them where they can find you. Sean Mike Kelly. And I'm Ari Gold. Thanks for having us. Thanks Sean. for tuning in. Digital Social Hour. See you guys next week.